Welcome to Torn, Finding a Mom Life Balance. On this bi-weekly podcast, we're your hosts, Athena, Mama T, and Memes. And here on this podcast, we'll find ways to cope with motherhood, laugh our woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt, all in the hopes of helping us all feel a little less torn. Hello and welcome back to Torn. Um, over the next couple episodes, I just wanted to let you all know that we're going to have um, a different amount of guests and topics and we're going to change up the hosting of the shows um, to accommodate our busy mommy schedules. And so today's episode, you're going to hear from memes and myself, Athena. And today's topic is how motherhood changes the meaning of vacation. Meme, I think we can speak to this firsthand being that we just got back from our family vacation. And you want to share with our listeners, our torn tribe, how the meaning of vacation has just completely changed after becoming a mom. Definitely. Curiously, one of our listeners mentioned um, that in our introduction to our show, we never really talked about our relationships to each other. (laughs) So our family relationship being that we're sisters, um, we like to get each of our families together for the last two summers to make sure that they have quality time and bonding. Um, just to share our overall show dynamics, our cousin is Mama T. So cousin relationships, sibling relationships, and then our shared experience as moms and, you know, in each other's tribes. Um, But this past week, we enjoyed, you know, our second annual family vacation and definitely have to rebrand it since becoming a mom that there's a difference between a family trip and a vacation vacation from work started for me a couple of weeks before we went away and it definitely was difficult to get into that mode because it went from working and doing the routine of running around and getting um, my daughter to where she goes so that I could get to work and focus a hundred percent and do my best and then wrap that up to then shift back into the gear of mommy mode and get home and wrap up the evening and have, you know, some de-escalation time, debriefing with my partner. So the vacation begins and it's just lots of quality time. So we're going out, we're enjoying the warm summer weather, doing some activities in the park, going to shows, seeing some performances that were available in the community but it definitely didn't feel like vacation. <laughs> like it was just really difficult to deca- like de-escalate, recalibrate, feel refreshed in the first couple of days because I didn't have to make it to a certain place, but I definitely was still waking up early morning, um, setting things up, making a plan to get to an event, to attend it, to make sure I had what I needed. And I think that's the part of it that sometimes of motherhood that I would want to take a time out pause so my brain doesn't have to be like organizing and planning and creating and 
all simultaneously because when that's happening if it's for work or it's for play if it's for family or if it's with friends that can get overwhelming and wearing yeah I totally agree I think that pause time out like usually we equate vacation with a break <laughs> And I definitely can say prior to having kids, vacation, I don't know, me and my husband aren't really the like sit on the beach and do nothing type people. Like our vacations have always been like a very jam packed schedule. Like we're going to go out west and we're going to do the Grand Canyon and we're going to do Zion National Park and we're going to do Death Valley and we're going to do all these national parks in 10 days um and we're gonna see every part of it and we're gonna do every event and so they're not really relaxing but now that i'm a mom it's still just as full but you also have to manage the tantrums the (laughs) people that don't eat any everything so finding out like the meals and that's the part of the family trips that make it even more exhausting for me it's not so much the activity and the planning the activity um that actually like energizes me but it's the having to deal with the people that are not emotionally have the stamina (laughs) to go and do every nook and cranny so that means you know you you leave feeling like you have to come back to see more which prior to being a mom, any place I visited, I never felt like I really had to go back because I did it all. Um, So this past week, though, it it was interesting going on vacation and only having three out of my four boys. And my it was my three littles that went with us. And by Friday, I felt like I got hit by a bus. (laughs) I was so tired I didn't realize um how much it was going to be like having them stay in an Airbnb um opposed to a hotel or you know it's a different environment so the difficulty with them getting comfortable and by the time they get comfortable to sleep there it's time to go home again Mm -hmm. so there's just like a lot of things to consider when you're planning for a family trip they don't necessarily consider a hundred percent or give much thought to because you'll be flexible you'll you'll compromise as an adult when you're out traveling just you and your partner you and your spouse definitely I think the other option I think about is that if it's going to be a family like often my family trip because I'm up in New York is down to see you guys in North Carolina Mm -hmm. and so it's away from my usual setting but it's kept it's still family bonding it's quality time um if it's you know, and often it's Sophie and I, if my partner can't take time or if other schedules, because as well, we did not have our 17-year-old with us this week. It was just our three-year-old. And it's still a break away from the norm, which takes a lot, you know, the packing, the getting on the plane or if I'm doing a road trip. But it's still with family. And if we're out of town, a family hasn't seen us for a while, there's always that like extra support, the care, um, a pause, a timeout, a change in pace that does feel like a break. Um, or at least it feels fulfill- like other things get fulfilled. It's, it's not about vacation. It's not about time off. 
uh, it's catching up, it's quality, you know, staying up late, having conversations after she's in bed, she's doing activities that she doesn't usually do with family, or those family members at the, you know, up in New York. And at the time, you'll, you just kind of make them even if it's a short weekend, you jam in as much as you can, you make the most of it, you plan events for holidays, like we've done Mother's Day things together, we've done uh, birthdays together. So those trips feel different they're just framed differently I just think the idea I don't know that anyone really talks about the idea that you become a parent and depending on your belief system and your partner's belief system and your tribe and their their beliefs right because they can be a supportive tribe for necessities for working for going to school for occasional events but just the idea that you would be planning your quote-unquote vacation and leaving your part of your responsibility to someone else doesn't mean they're planning you know like it's my summer but it's part of that person's summer to take on that much and then it depends on the age of the you know people in your tribe and what they can realistically handle for a period of time so that you can take a vacation like I just think all of those things come into play location um I remember when we were younger, there was an aunt that you and our brother would go visit for a week. And, you know, it wasn't far away, but it was still different. And I would stay back because I was a little older and wanted to do something else. But that was doable. Like when I think about the states that we live apart, like really saying, oh, I'm going to go and take so far youngest one so that we could go do something on our own. It's like making a trip to leave her someplace for an extended amount of time <laughs> to then go get back to my home base to go on a vacation to get back and get her back like that's not even feasible mm-hmm. um so it's just like a lot of things to consider that I don't know that those are conversations it's often I find myself just often having conversations now of what I reflect on what I'm realizing that was never considered before becoming a parent like it's only in the predicament in my specific circumstance that I've considered like, Hey, I don't really know how viable that is. When, when will it just be me and my partner going away and all, you know, like in our oldest is doing his own thing or, you know, it's not interrupting our weekends with our second child and that, you know, our youngest is accounted for. And that's the other thing it's cared for, accounted for safe, but also like doing the things that you would be doing with them while you're with them. Right. Because it could be a change of pace. Like, Oh, they go down South and they're playing, they're going to the pool and they're doing different things. Again, you're adding work to someone else who's supervising and doing the packing the bag and dressing and the snacks and the napping and the change of mood when they do all those outdoor (laughs) strenuous activities. Um, But also the way you would plan it like you can't go on your vacation and then tell someone else hey this is how I want you to structure my child's time because this is what I would do if I was home like all of it's just like a lot of things to consider and plan and account for that never really leave me feeling like I would 100% really be off which is what vacation meant to me before. <laughs> even even snow days, which I think I've said in the past, like snow days have changed their meaning because I'm in education. And while the snow day for me used to really be like a pause in my city and my town of any activity or any responsibility or any necessity to be out in the world, 
a snow day with a child is not a pause for anything else. <laughs> it's staying home and doing the same thing you do any other weekend day, you know? Uh, yeah, it's just um, family. I remember one of my first family vacations with my with my boys and I I only had my two older ones at the time and it was our first time really going away and we were I was all excited and we went to Las Vegas you know someone almost got lost at the airport we made it through that <laughs> we you know our layover of course my son wanders off um but we finally make it to the hotel where it's our first family vacation because we actually did it with my father-in-law and his wife and i go into the room and i read a little card that says that we basically have to wash our own towels because it was kind of like a condo. And I just started to cry. Because <laughs> I was like, no, I'm on vacation. I don't want to be washing dishes or doing laundry on vacation. Are you kidding me? And my husband looked at me like I had lost it because he's like, seriously, you're crying about drying some towels? But it's that that mind shift of you're not no longer you know vacation no longer means like a pause from daily activities that you typically when you take your family with you you're doing exactly kind of the same activities just a different scenery and the activity might look a little different but it's still work and so I, I think it's important and it's one of the things like after I think it was by the time you know, my second child was a little older that finally I caved into the, yeah, I need a family vacation each year. And I also need to budget for a vacation, just me and my husband or just me, because <laughs> I need an actual break um, from the same activities or the same responsibilities. Well, let's put it that way. The same responsibilities that I have at home, the washing the cleaning the caring for the making sure someone doesn't get hurt or someone doesn't get lost um but I think that's one of the things with family vacations which sometimes can make it feel a little tense and not allow you to fully enjoy it if you don't have the right mind frame because if you go in thinking you're going to be able like this past week if I went in thinking hey, I'm going to the beach I'm actually going to get to sit and relax and read a book huh you know, maybe if I didn't love my kids and I let them drown in the ocean, that would have happened. But no, the realistic expectation was I'm going to the beach. This is really about my kids enjoying the beach and I'm going to be chasing someone and stopping them from touching the wild dolphin that's swimming by them, you know, and making sure that they don't go too far. But I know earlier in my motherhood, that vacation would have just put me in tears and made me really frustrated because I would have had the mindset of, oh, I'm going to get to go to the beach and read a good book and sit there and everything else is just going to, you know, work itself out. But now that I've done it so many times, um, it was helpful to have that mindset so that I could truly enjoy what I was doing. It didn't bother me. 
to because I had the mindset that I was already going to be chasing people down. It didn't bother me to have to spend my day doing that. Yeah, I or or exhaust me as much. <laughs> I agree that it's managing expectations because from any event, going to a show, um, planning, you know, a destination, even if it's just like a day trip, right? It's all managing expectations. So I also think while I am a beach lover and in my mind at home it's like because beaches are a lot more crowded than where we were for the week for our week um getting out early making sure you're you have a space to set up so that the you know how busy it is or crowded or lines or whatever it is doesn't throw things off or take away from the experience that didn't have to be the case and I think as soon as I shifted from the experience because in every place it will be a different thing right there'll be places that you should rise early to make the most of your day with little ones or to know that they're going to need that break in the middle of the day but I think as soon as I shifted my expectation um, anytime I've done that I think with events I did it probably at around a year 14 months it was a hungry caterpillar performance and we had vip tickets to take pictures and they were child hollering because she hated being near the costumes that were so (laughs) beautiful and i wanted perfect pictures and she was in tears and so from that day i vowed to myself i was like i won't first of all i won't even waste my time with thinking about the vip like i won't think about the photo op because the photo op is not it either happens because it's not planned and forced or it doesn't and you like take a picture of the costumes with your kid not in the picture like (laughs) so um but i think managing expectations has been a huge one for me of Um, this break I definitely told myself I wasn't going to be doing the whole tri-state area and catching up with absolutely everyone I hadn't seen for the last few weeks because that would be more draining to me than staying local appreciating some of the things that I you know we like to go to outdoor activities that are planned through the summer we like to go to the beach so like doling it out leaving downtime enjoying the flexibility that didn't have to be just Saturdays and like changing that perspective so that it still felt um, like quality time an appreciation for the season we were in and in, in literally being in summer but also the season that she's in that I finally feel more comfortable being with her at the park and not so wary of her hurting herself because she gains that confidence going with her dad, but that she's not so petite, enjoying the water and the sprinklers and the beach and teaching her how to get more confident and swim and love the ocean the way we love the ocean. Um, But I think those being the, the big takeaways and those being the joys of the season rather than this grandiose, like, we're going to take this plane to this faraway destination, and you're not going to be able to do more than three hours of any of the things I want to do over eight to ten hours of a trip, of a day on a trip. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think all of that helps me have the right frame of mind, be present, make the most of the things that we do together. the torn tribe tips when going on family vacations would definitely be to set realistic expectations like we talked about 
um, know your limitations, like uh, your limitations as a parent and then also your children based on their ages, their interests and their emotional state. (laughs) And I would say also when you're going on family vacations, if you're going to pair up with another family, do it with people that you could be vulnerable with because they're going to see you <laughs> the good, the bad and the ugly. And, um, as well as voicing like what you like to do on the vacation, what you want to get out of the vacation, you want to visit if it's somewhere that no one's ever been, um, together before. It's, it's just good to speak up ahead of time, even way before you even get to the vacation location. Um, Cause I know that was one of the things that we typically do before we go on our family vacations together. And we have my family meet up with memes family is that we spend time looking at the location, researching and bouncing ideas off of one another. And we're totally comfortable with saying, yes, we definitely want to do that. Or no, we don't want to do that. And, um, and being flexible and understanding of what our families are capable of doing, whether that's, you know, because of time or even because of finances. Um, so those are all things to take into consideration when you're planning your family vacation. And then um, if you have the liberty to actually do a vacation of you and your partner or you by yourself, um, keep or that in the back. Or even burner. with friends. If that's, yeah. Or you know, friends. That's yeah. An adult trip, right? you. Exactly. Yeah. So- if you have the liberty to do that, then go for it and don't feel bad leaving your kids behind <laughs> to go do that. Cause I know the first time me and my husband actually did that because my in-laws were so gracious enough to be brave and watch all four of our kids for us um, or three or two at the time. Um, I felt so bad leaving them behind because I grew up in a household where my parents didn't go on vacation without us. What do you mean you're going on vacation and you're not taking us with you? Um, but now as a adult, I totally understand the need um, and appreciate the opportunities when that does happen. Um, so I, I would say the biggest takeaway, though, is that shift in paradigm of what you think a family vacation will be like. Definitely. And I think it's also um, think so for this trip that we weren't at a hotel like last year we were so no one had to really do any chores or responsibility, you know, they were minimal to your day to day activities and packing whatever we were taking with us. Um, I think it's also knowing your strengths. And I know that prepping dinners is not my strength. So that's not what I'm going to opt to contribute. (laughs) But especially for a larger group, but I can do breakfast for a large group, or I can um, prep or think in advance or just, you know, be helpful to each other. Um, If you know, somebody's the one that's better at corralling the kids and then or get, you know, changing their mood or being silly or playful or whatever your strengths are that help to make these uh, trips fulfilling for everybody, fun for everyone um, so that you don't get labeled good, bad, or ugly by the <laughs> end of it. <laughs> um, even though some of the kids, they might keep those nicknames after these trips. Um, yeah. You know, just thinking about that dynamic as well. Um, amongst your your individual family if you're doing it with additional people 
um, getting suggestions from other people of great places that are kid friendly, um, thinking about what you enjoy, like even the conversation that the beach is not your favorite. I really love the beach, but like an in like a compromise where we have all those things available, but doesn't have to be so heavy in one activity versus another and knowing what your kids interests are and if they like being more active outdoors if you have more artsy kids that are or kids who are you know calmer different age want to do more hands-on activities want to be in a museum or want to be building something that there's things going on where you are that they can that they're making the most of it making memories and the things that they're interested in even though if you want them to explore new things too I think is important I agree and the last thing I'll say about family vacations, whether you're going with another family um, or on a vacation on your own with just your family, your nuclear family. Um, one of the things that helped us when we um, had our oldest and we're, we would go on family vacations as we would always show, we always show our boys a map of where we're going, the activities that were, that are the possibility um, I, I, we show them a visual of where we're staying and stuff, um, because I know my oldest and the families out there that have children like this too would have a very hard time adjusting to the point of like fearfulness um, of adjusting being in a new location and not knowing how to turn on the shower or turn on the sink <laughs> or do normal things that you would be fully capable of doing at home in his own house but because it was a new location and new territory it just petrified him so I know um in advance before going like two weeks before going we would you know talk about it and explain what we're going to do and where we're going and so much so now that our youngest who's only 20 month 21 months old he'll ask us if we get in the car are we going to Philadelphia are we going to New York? Are we going to New Jersey? Are we going to South Carolina? Like he's actually learning the States um, without realizing it. It's just simply because we're showing him where he's going. So familiarizing your kids too can help with transitioning them from home life to going on vacation and then back to home life so that they understand that it is a change of location, even if they're doing similar activities. Definitely. And I think we're teaching them exposure. We're teaching them what it looks like not to just do what you do, um, you know, either during the school year or during, a, you know, mm -hmm. a certain phase of your life. It's also instilling in them this, we plan it, we set aside, we prep for it, we share it with other people, or sometimes it's just us. And, you know, there's different interests, there's different things you can do when you take these kinds of trips. And I think, um, so my three-year-old kept hearing Charleston and was like, well, where's Charlie? And <laughs> it's just that perspective, right? She's hearing this place and she's saying this name or she's making up a name for what she thinks she hears. But she will, you know, she, she, it was her trip. When I kept telling her we're taking a trip and we're going with your cousins. Oh, we're leaving on my trip. You know, it's like our trip, my trip. And she just, you know, knew what we were doing knew it was a change of pace took ownership was excited about it looking forward to who she was sharing it with and i think it just instills in them that adventure and the the exposure to that there's so much you you know you're from a place you have your hometown you know that area you get familiar you have your your 
your traditions, but that there's also other things to explore. And I just think that's a beautiful thing to teach your kids. So I hope you all found it helpful um, and made you feel not alone that family vacations might leave you feeling like you need another (laughs) vacation or another week to go somewhere by yourself to recharge. Um, You're definitely not alone in that aspect. And if that's how you feel after your family vacation, I I have to say, then you did it right. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's a normal family vacation, um, leaving you that feeling. As I said at the beginning of today's episode, um, I just want to encourage you all to subscribe to the podcast to not miss the next episode or any upcoming episodes and to just take note that there's going to be different topics and we're hoping to get a couple of different um, guests, speakers, and we'll be hosting in a little different way to just um, balance out our mommy dynamic. And so Meme, if you want to tell our Torn Drive how to get connected with us. So we are at Torn MLB on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Please email us at tornmlb at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from our listeners, have questions, comments, feedback about the podcast, anything you're interested in hearing in the future, um, vacation, family trip, destinations that you love, or any other recommendations. We'd love to hear them from you. For moms, by moms. Thank you for listening.